So I think historically we've been too loud. <laughs> you think so? Well, I think um, the signal going in has maybe been too loud at some times, and we can just adjust our volume on our headphones because I think cranking the volume you know, messes with that. If our volume's too loud, people can turn it down on their stereo box. <laughs> stereo box. Stereo Get box. That stereo box. Would you say there's too much stereo? Whoa. Podcast with my dad and his friends. Oh, uh, it's podcasting. We haven't done this in a while. It's mm-hmm. been what a month and a half. It's been about a month and a half. Yeah, uh, the post-election. Uh, Jenna and Eric were not, was the last one, so and I wasn't able to make that. It was so I was. I've been having some like cold sweats and withdrawals. <laughs> It's good to be back in the closet with you guys here. <laughs> exactly. Well, we're going to do some more soundproofing in here and hopefully get an actual decent studio in here. So I like this. I think there's a lot of character, and it takes me back to circa 2002 when I started my modest radio career in the basement of uh, a dorm in, in Columbia, Missouri. And uh, it, it takes me back to like when it didn't didn't matter. Is we that case, having fun? Is that case, case, KCOU? KCOU, yeah. yeah. 881. Yep. Man. There's great. a lot of nostalgia in that basement. You know. Vinyl. Kind of reminds me of that. I got to figure out. So what I got, if we're going to start videoing these podcasts and put them on YouTube, I got to figure out what angles we're going to have so that we can be both have people on here and talk. Make sure we have my good side. I know. Just this side over here. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, yes. It's, it's been a few weeks. Um, COVID. <laughs> I got COVID. Uh, the flu hit everybody. Everybody got sick with the flu. Man. Holidays. Yep. You know, um, and it's just been crazy. Uh, we just, look great. It's been it's good. You we're, look great. Good. You look recovered. We're we're Energetic. recovered in the house. Everyone's feeling good, good, and we're ready to get back in the saddle. So it's really cool because uh, so we've had a few weeks off, which kind of you know we we hit it pretty hard. We were doing about every other week or so and interviewing people, um, and then just took some time off. And it was just kind of good time for me to reflect and kind of think about where we're going to go, what's going to happen, and stuff like that. Um, so a lot of good uh, candidates are coming up for. Oh, there's that noise! Stop it. Uh, there's some um, good candidates coming up for school board. Mm-hmm. Uh, today was the last day to file for the Winsville School District for the school board. So, um, do you have the list? Do you guys have somebody have a list? Can they pull it up? Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Regardless of how you feel about any of the candidates, I mean, good for good for some of these people for at least jumping in hey. and wanting to be a part of the uh, the process here. Exactly. Except you know, because it's a it's <laughs> it's a thank. I mean, Can it's, I it's a thankless no, job. You're not, you're not allowed to say. I that, didn't Ryan. say the name. It's Wait. a thankless job, and what the person that blocked you and me on yeah. uh, Facebook? <laughs> okay, we're gonna jump right into it. But anyway, you know, it is a thankless job, and I think it's cool that at least people want to. Uh, I got the list. Hopefully, do the right thing hopefully. by jumping in. Into the into the ring here, and the list. Yep. So the list is John Kalen. Uh, we've got Jen Olson. Does she go uh, by a different name? I'm, I'm I don't know. I uh, I think she might go by something else out in the public on the streets. On the streets. On the streets. Yeah, streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, something about America. She just loves yeah. the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loves country. Mm-hmm. Loves country. Okay. Hopefully, she loves the school board as much as she loves America. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, we got David Lewis. Mm-hmm. We've got Renee Hankey. And I think most of those have talked at the school board uh, meetings in the past. Uh, I know that Dave Lewis has been there a few times uh, when I was watching it on on YouTube. We've got uh, Brad Welsh, and we've got David Biesenthal. Hmm. 
good group. I mean, got three open seats, and so we've got six candidates for those positions. And uh, hopefully, we can reach out to some of them and maybe have them on the show. I would um, welcome anybody that wants to come on the show. Yeah, let's exactly. talk. Let's talk. Let's anybody. Have a talk and learn. Anybody. Anybody. I mean, seriously, I mean, having an open conversation is great mm. if you are able to have an open conversation. Dialogue is great. Yeah. You know, that's there's nothing wrong with open communication, open dialogue, uh, as long as you know that <clears throat> at the end of the day, these are my viewpoints and those are your viewpoints. And these my viewpoints don't represent other people's viewpoints that live in this household. So, um, you know, having the open conversation is completely fine. We're not going to agree with these candidates on every single point. <laughs> there's a bull school board member. I don't agree with every single point on her, but... <laughs> We support her because that's yeah. she lives here. Um, so uh, having them on the show will be great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if they'll come in to the house and <laughs> come down here. And uh, I don't think I can't. Imagine. We'll take the show to the streets. I mean, that's fine. Uh, it's portable. We'll do our Hot Shots broadcast. Yes. Oh yeah, I love it. Live from Hot Shots, mozzarella sticks and talk the talk, <laughs> wings and wings and potato skins and beer. So, speaking of which, speaking of which, like. How did you survive an Orange Theory hour workout, <laughs> hammering beer and wings beforehand? Impressed I, with this uh, guy. I mean, seriously, it's uh, took it easy on the treadmill. Uh, <laughs> Brian, speed it made up. Made it a no. walking day, so you know. Power the uh, I was a little nervous about the core part of the workout, the <laughs> the crunches, and I was like, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I'm proud of you for made getting through. Yeah. Hey, you came back, and now you got another beer, and we're ready to discuss stuff yeah, so recover mm-hmm. um so yeah so uh i've already reached out one to one of the school board candidates uh, excellent he's reached out and said sure he'd love to be on in january he's gonna check his schedule um and then get him going on the on the podcast that'd so. be great that was the whole point of the podcast right was having conversation and yeah stop, stop just, yelling at people and listen and and just you know figuring out people and talking to them and stuff so yeah it'd be great um so that's the next cycle i think um are there other elections going on, probably aldermen's Alderman. and stuff like that. So I haven't heard anything about those. Uh, there's another, uh, there's another former uh, former board uh, candidate is running for alderman. Oh yeah, who's that? Uh, JJ. Oh really? Mm-hmm. He's running for alderman. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got a lot of content over the next six months. <laughs> this is great. Seriously, it's gonna be great. This, this is, is great. great. Um. The best show prep is when you don't have to prep. Yeah, exactly. Yep. We're just winging it here. Yep. Let life uh, just kind of find a way yep. around you, and we'll assess. So, tonight's podcast. The yes, why we're what here. would you like to talk about All tonight, right. So, Okay, so the reason why we're talking, we're here tonight and talking is because, a uh, little background, uh, we live in a neighborhood that has an HOA, Homeowners Association. Uh, we are all voluntold to be part of that association because we live in this neighborhood. We have to pay a fee <laughs> you hit it, you hit it, it hard works. enough. It works. It works. <laughs> Amazing. Um, nope, he's back. I got to figure out where that's at. That noise is at. All right. So, uh, so we live in a neighborhood that has a homeowners association. Which I, growing up, I never lived in. My neighborhood didn't have a homeowners association. It was a cul-de-sac in a neighborhood, and we were poor. Um, so <laughs> we didn't have a homeowners association. Um, it's something that I've noticed, you know, as I gotten older and move into neighborhoods that mm-hmm. have a little bit nicer entrances, better yards, you know, a little bit better setup, uh, that we have to have pay dues every year for right. that stuff. Yeah. Um, typically, uh, do you, do you guys have a homeowners association? Here we do. We have one now and we had one, um, at the old neighborhood in Warrington, which was, which was pretty funny. It was $50 a year. 
$50 a year. And they took care of the quote-unquote common ground. That's all there was. It was just, it was a standard neighborhood. And I guess there was some common ground somewhere that somebody mowed. And we all paid $50 a year. All right. Well, at one point, right before the 2009, or like the 08, 09 recession, like it just kind of went away. It just kind of dissolved right yeah nobody paid dues for like the next four or five years and then i remember i got this letter from the new hoa saying we're gonna collect back pay for the for the five years and we're like hold on a second i understand where you're going like there was no reason for the hoa in our neighborhood because they weren't enforcing anything yeah they were supposed to make sure oh you know make sure you power wash your house you don't have mildew on the north side okay great uh make sure there's not dog houses as tall as your ranch home had that going on wasn't enforced you know like nobody enforced anything so it's like what are we paying for yeah and they were like the common ground. I'm like, what do you, what common ground? So I do think they serve a purpose, but there needs to be transparency. Yeah. So our neighborhood, we do have a very large common ground. It stretches from, uh, we're in two coves, between two coves of the lake of Lake St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And so we have actually t- common ground that goes from one cove all the way to the other cove. There's an idea for, a pod, for our podcast name, Between Two Coves. <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah. proceed. Um, so, uh, this have, is my only contribution to the HOA discussion. Fine. We pay $900. Coven. We pay $900 for our, our HOA in this neighborhood. $900. So, that's an aggressive amount. Plus the CA fees. Okay. We have two. We have the community association. Lake Living, which is, baby. Which is the lake. And then we have our own homeowners association, so it's very expensive here. Do they give you a list of where all of that money is going, itemized? They do. Our neighborhood does. We do. Yeah. Most of it goes to the pool. Some of it goes to pay the the uh, landline phone bill, which is like two thousand dollars. What? Yeah, they're laundering the money there, and we'll look into that. But yeah, there's different itemized. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that. We're like, how is this possible? Anyway, ours is four hundred. So it's reasonable most of it goes to the pool yeah. and the upkeep and they do a really nice job of keeping the neighborhood so you, I, i'm pleased you have a pool it, but we, we don't have, have we have a gazebo we have a gazebo at our entrance don't we, you have a pool there's not the... a neighborhood pool and there's at the ca that's my money separate fees separate fees yeah so the neighborhood pool is going in this summer in the backyard <laughs> yeah and you're still gonna pay 904 and the other fees <laughs> yeah exactly to, but to yeah. still pay for the other uh, you know what fees. if you had uh I get, what would we call it? Pool choice? Then maybe you could take the money, <laughs> take the money that you were that paying is, towards. I don't think it doesn't work like that. It doesn't apparently. work. <sighs> HOA choice. HOA choice. Yeah, you can yeah. take your fees and put it towards your own. So yeah, but so then unfortunately they, you wouldn't be able to cut the common ground because you're pulling money away from the pool. So the neighborhood does pay for like the the lawn mowing of the common grounds, which we have a large common ground. Uh, they do pay for the gazebo upkeep, the, some tree removal if that needs to happen. Uh, and then there is a seawall um, and a, uh, the sprinkler system for the common ground. Because in Lake St. Louis, you can have a pump by the lake to pull water out of the lake into the sprinkler system for certain areas. Yeah. And we pay a common – it's a common – it's a fee for the common ground stuff. So uh, it, I get it. It's an, it's an upkeep. They're not making money. Like, I don't think they're making money. That's not what they, they're doing. Um, but the question I have is where um, – Basically, like, what is their limits and what's their boundaries? Because I'll, I want to talk through that with HOAs um, because we had, a, we had an incident in our neighborhood that very weird 
and a lot of people didn't like it, and we all spoke up, and mm. we got it worked on. So we'll go through that what happened, um, and just kind of talk through some of that stuff. Are you, when you mentioned for the HOA board? I might actually. Uh, okay. we, I talked to some of our neighbors, and it's like we've got an older population of HOA board members. Yeah. Um, and again, there's nothing wrong with that, but their views and values aren't of what the families in the neighborhood is. And we see a lot of arguments and a lot of discussion and a lot of people don't agree with it and might need some time for some new people in the neighborhood. Who knows? So, yeah, actually, it was brought up. I may run for the board just to maybe want to get him on the show. (laughs) <laughs> Brian, maybe you'll have to get him on the show. Well, Put him on the hot seat. Uh, another neighbor across the street of mine also might run too. So we cool. might see if we can, you know, new people in the neighborhood. Um, but so on, so the situation, so we talked about what they're for. Keeping up the common ground, keeping up, um, you know, the, the area. Well, I think the Here, overall mission of an HOA is to ensure that the community continues to grow in value and prosper and keep everything in check, right? Mm-hmm. You know, have some type of boundary set up so people can't just go rogue and do things that would make the neighborhood lose value. For example, yeah. like you can't have fences out here. Correct. You know, like St. Louis, you cannot have that's a That's an enforced HOA situation. But that's the CA. Again, Okay. that's a CA rule. That's not an HOA rule. Yeah, I think the <coughs> excuse me the HOA in our neighborhood. It was a new build neighborhood. You know, we're pretty new into it. So there was we just recently removed the builder representation mm-hmm. from our HOA board. Um, but I, I think that the overall mission is just to you keep you beautify the neighborhood. You ensure that the agreed upon rules are followed and there's some accountability so people just aren't going crazy. Yeah. And then you enforce as such Mm -hmm. as is reasonable. But then you also, you know, as an HOA, I think there's a social component where you keep people involved and you keep the neighborhood a desirable place to live. Yeah. Ultimately, you want the values of the neighborhood to continue to increase and not grow out of control. What about my freedoms? Well, that's 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 where I have issues. <laughs> You're free to live wherever you want to live, bro. That's I true, mean, but so like some of the things that the, the our HOA here has freedoms, Brian. No, we, it, it actually is a this, okay. It is, well, no, it is, this is good. It Let's is part of our conversation. Let's get into it. So, um, this eight, the the homeowners association in this neighborhood has sent out a few um, letters, emails that Julie and I have both kind of pushed back against. Okay, as well as other neighbors, neighbors in on this side of the neighborhood, not necessarily the lakefront people. But us families, we've we've pushed back on stuff. So one of the things uh, that was emailed out was, please stop having people's dogs pee in grass. While you're walking your dogs in the neighborhood, please don't let your dogs pee in grass. Because they want to keep the grass from dying? I don't know. Where else are dogs going to pee in the middle of the road? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't stop a dog from sniffing and peeing. That's what dogs do. <laughs> Like, it's a little extreme. It, it is. And I, 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 I commented back, as a canine handler and somewhat of a dog expert, this is, also, this is basically saying step outside and not look down the street as a human because dogs do this naturally. It's, that's how they, they mark. They, mm-hmm. they, you know, what other dogs are in the neighborhood? They're all over here. Oh, these three dogs are here. I'm going to leave my mark, too. That's me, essentially me stepping outside and waving to a neighbor. Well, dogs live through their nose, right? I yeah, mean, like We 100%. live through our eyes. They live through their nose. Yeah. I, I would be curious the why behind that. Uh, Because somebody complained to the HOA that a dog was peeing in the grass. 
peeing in their yard or mm. peeing in in the yard yeah okay like along the side of the road like when you're walking your dog you know because squirrels don't pee in your yard rabbits don't pee in your yard birds don't poop in your yard but he- heaven forbid the dog it's you know more, what i do it's like. more the condensate the condensation the condent uh Shut up, Brian. Um, <laughs> I don't know what word you're looking for here. It's where you talk down to someone. Um, oh, condescend- condescension. condescension. Yeah. It was more the condescension of the actual tone of the email. Yeah. That was very take. I I got pissed off about it because sure. I walk my dogs in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I have two dogs. We walk all the time. Yeah, they're talking to you. Yeah. I mean, they literally are saying, you know, and the thing is, like, if it was one person who's doing it habitually and that person's targeting somebody's yard, mm-hmm. I get it. You know, too much pee could kill grass, mm-hmm. but like, you send it out to the home. You send it out to the neighborhood. There are people that walk dogs in our neighborhood from across the road or up the street because it's a loop up the up the road. Mm-hmm. It's a loop. You can go around the uh, the old tennis courts. We used to have tennis courts. They took those out. Now it's just an open field. Um, which you can't let your dog off the leash over there either. Your dog has to be on a leash when you're in a field. We can't let the dog attack young humans, Stephen. Really. My dog's scared of her own shadow for crying out loud. Um, but neighbor, our neighborhood, we have we have people in our neighborhood that walk it from across the road, and mm-hmm. we see the families walk. It's a, it's a safe neighborhood. Yeah, it's it's you know there's not a lot of through traffic, so people are, feels comfortable here. And I got into it with one of the board members about you know if if this truly was an issue, you should address the person who's causing the problems. If, if yeah, one on one, like an adult. Yeah, like an adult. Well, people don't understand how dogs work. Then it's your job to educate them about how dogs work. Like, you don't have to be a dog expert, but you need to not cater to someone who's complaining, but have a discussion with people. Listen, if you live on a main street, that's the cost of doing business. Yeah. It just mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. You know, and what I, both neighborhoods that I've lived in, you know, you have the sidewalk and then the grass on one side that's kind of like sidewalk, grass, street. And then you've got your main yard on the other side of the sidewalk. Yeah. I just assume that that piece of grass in between the street and the sidewalk is just kind of fair game for any type of animal to do whatever they need to do. Right. But I never really thought of that to be a big deal. I mean, if you live on a main street, you are signing up for traffic. You are signing up for people to use your sidewalk. And yeah, the occasional animal is going to pee in your yard. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Now, we I can get on board. You know, if the dog's deucing all over, nobody's picking it up. I mean, let's talk that's more different. about that because that's different. But I mean, yeah. come on, guys. Yeah. What What are we doing here? And so I sent out an email, and a lot of homeowners replied back, "Thank you for saying that because it's a little bit ridiculous." Yeah. So I agree with that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Can you guys check the back of your mics? Make sure they're plugged in all the way. The back, just. Oh yeah. Is it loose? You're plugged? Okay. Okay, cool. Yep. All right. Uh, The next thing, another thing that was they said, Mm -hmm. sent out, was that kids were hanging out at the gazebo. What? (laughs) I mean, they sent an email like, kids shouldn't, we need to have, we need to have people watch their kids because they're wandering the neighborhood in the common ground and they're, they're up at the gazebo hanging out. What are they doing? They should be inside playing video games. I mean, seriously, like there's benches in the gazebo. To sit on. To hang out? Oh, no, I guess not. According to our HOAs and again, people that complain about again, it. Again, what's the why? Are we trying to make sure that there's nobody smoking their reefers up there in the gazebo? Is that legal now? Reef, reefer madness, man. I mean, they're going to drive 45 miles an hour and play the piano all crazy-like. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. We're a... Lake St. Louis is a family community now. It's yes. not a retirement community. 
and you're going to have people in our, in neighborhoods that are safe for the mm-hmm. families to play. I'm learning something right now. So was Saint, was Lake St. Louis considered a retirement community? I would years say, ago. I would say. For and the, is it now turning over into more of an, you know, more of a because things have a natural cycle where they turn over. Yeah. So is this again another example of life of the old guard having a hard time kind of resisting change, and now it's yep. It's like, hey guys, no, the things have changed a little bit. We need you to loosen up. That maybe it's your time to get on this thing. Yeah, and, and it it is. Uh, there's several. I have several examples of that. Um, but the the reason why, um, like, it bothers me because like our neighbors behind us in the other neighborhood. There's a creek behind us in the next neighborhood behind us over there. Their kids walk across the creek, come into our yard, and play with our kids. The kids across the street on the road come into our yard and their kids are running back and forth between houses. I know they're safe. This is a safe neighborhood. I want that. I want my kids outside. I want them, you know, running around mm-hmm. playing games. I want them chasing after things and using sticks as That's why you move to neighborhoods stuff. such as this. Yeah. And and it 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 makes me upset when the HOA has to because someone's complaining about those kids wandering around the common ground in the gazebo. It's like they could be spray painting graffiti on the dam, you know, over like they're, they're, they're hanging out. Like, why is this a big deal? Why don't we wait to see if they're until they like do something bad? If that happens, then you correct it. Yeah. And not, yeah, we're trying to minority report this thing. Yeah. And, that, like, and that's what they're doing. They're sending out emails to all the neighbors. And it's like, you need to watch your kids and all this stuff. Those kids probably weren't from our neighborhood either. They're from probably across the street. Because everyone has friends that live in other neighborhoods, so you know one way to avoid this would be if you allowed fences, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> I mean, but, <laughs> but we don't want to do that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, I like the openness of Lake St. Louis because you can I can look down and see the lake, mm-hmm. and if I wanted to, mm-hmm. I can walk down there. I that's have to go. Why you moved to this community? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the most recent one <laughs> was uh, on November twenty eighth or 29th, um, The board of trustees sent out an email that they need a um, vote. On a amendment change to the bylaws in the neighborhood. Ooh, an amendment change. Yeah. Uh, the ballot proposes adding an amendment to our uh, trust and restrictions of Eastern Shores Estates prohibiting any owner to lease or rent a dwelling unit. So they want to prevent rentals out here. That was sent out on the 29th, and de- ballots were due by December 14th. Mm-hmm. So everyone in this neighborhood was up in arms about this. Okay. For both reasons. Yeah. Their reasoning behind it was there are people in the neighborhood that are complaining about rentals. Uh-huh. Sure. And stuff like that. As someone who's lived in a rental, who owned a rental because of the crash in 2008, it irked me and Julie both on how the condescension, again, for yeah. people who are renting houses, um, was basically stated by these. Well... Now, it depends on what the mission of the HOA is, right? Because there is a there's a concern that if there are too high of a percentage of rentals, that that could really hurt the overall property values within the community because there's not as much buy-in, you know, like, are they going to take care of the property? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's an overall stereotype, though, right? Like, when we moved into our neighborhood, I thought that that was something that was written into those bylaws that you couldn't rent. You can. In our neighborhood, there's a lot of people that do that. But, um, I mean, there's there, that's, that's something we could go on for hours about. I think there's a lot of concerns because, yeah, I mean, you, you rented. You're a reasonable human being. Not everybody that rents 
is a bad person. Oh, agreed. Right? Agreed. But um, there's a concern that it could, you know, that they're not going to take care of the property like you would. And I saw that firsthand living out in Warrington. We had so many people renting properties after the last recession. So it was, you know, they were there and not really there for the long haul. So they just let everything go yeah. out of control and the HOA didn't enforce it. That's the That's, HOA's job. They have to enforce it. If, if they do that and keep the renters in the same, you know, the same expectations of the home buyers, it shouldn't be an issue. It shouldn't be an issue. Right. But so, that requires accountability and work, and some people might not want to do that. That's, yeah, exactly. You know? But what, what really kind of, um, really kind of just some of the message was the trustees are proposing to change this to prohibit property rentals and are asking all the residents to agree to this change. So they're not asking us to have a conversation. They're not asking us to have an open mind. They are pushing this down our throat. Mm-hmm. That's where we some people got uh, upset about. It's the you are you, this is what the, you should do, and a lot of us didn't agree with that. It's very socialist. Well, <laughs> no, it's actually very conservative because to not no to not give you a vote. Oh, to not give me a vote. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I thought you meant like my personal thoughts on this. No, no, no. just to like say, hey, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. So some of the some of the arguments from some of the uh, people who were complaining about this, mm-hmm. um, you know. I had to rent. I had to rent out my house. I kept it up. I checked in with those people. I made sure we had contacts to take a look at the place. It was kept in in, in shape. Grass was grown. That was my job as a landlord. As far as an HOA, that landlord should have the same accountability to yes, an HOA. Absolutely. And there shouldn't be a difference. No difference. And so, good. It also sounds to me like they're they're trying to solve a problem that doesn't exist. Correct. Well, no, that's just it. Why is this pushed out at the end of November and we have two weeks to decide on it without doing research? My thought, is somebody going to rent their house in January? And the board wanted to put something in there real quick so that they could not do that? Um, that like, there was no transparency. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where... There's a lot of like why. Like the three examples that you just brought up, it's like, well, why? Mm-hmm. Why is this a problem? Why are you concerned? There needs to be some transparency yeah. to understand because, you know, maybe we're seeing it from one side and there's truly some concerns on the other, but you have no idea. Yeah. And, and the reasons they were giving, there was a house in the neighborhood that was sold to an investment company that it wasn't a ve- investment company to rent. It was an investment company that bought the house. So I can't, I don't want to sell my house. I'll sell it to this company. They will sell it to somebody else. Well, that house wasn't kept up. The grass was overgrown sometimes and other things. And they used that as the reason for the change. But the reason in the amendment itself says rentals. It doesn't say anything about outside businesses. It doesn't say anything about that. It was specifically for rentals. You know, now, there needs to be transparency. But I could see, if you take a couple steps down the road, this type of a community with the lake... It could be a real nice Airbnb situation. That that right? has and that has so, been brought up in like so. Lewis. If people are not wanting to have that, you know, all the time, I can see why it's brought up. But you got to talk about that. But yeah. is Airbnb different from renting? So they're called short-term versus long-term rentals. Okay, and there are some different guidances on them. Um, Lake St. Louis CA tried to pass a no Airbnb or short-term rental. Uh, businesses in the CA community. 
not enough people actually showed up to vote, yep. <laughs> so it didn't pass. Well, that's just, weird. Just because you know, when people don't show up to vote and random things happen. Yeah, and so it was it was it was just nulled because there was only like a few people that actually voted on it. Gotcha. Um, and so it was. Um, what are you hitting the mic? Do you need a refill? I'm good. Okay. Um, and so that's kind of where they're trying to go here. They don't want short term rentals, which I I don't I agree with like. We we've stayed at Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. Great. We, we the uh, the last place we stayed was pretty cool mm-hmm. in, uh, in uh, Auburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sub stoveballs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> if they're Papa listening, stove. <laughs> Papa stove. <laughs> um, so you know it, it it's cool. It brings value to the neighborhood. You know there there is a value there, whether it's good or bad. Julie looked up some research shows that it's actually positive to the neighborhoods by like point one percent. Hey, like. Is it is it significantly significant if it's statistically significant or not? Yep. Is a de- is debatable. A short term rental, I would have no issue with because it's a short term situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The long term stuff, you're you're kind of stuck with it. So if there needs to be conversations around that, sure, I respect that. But just the why's behind it, because you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm putting myself. I don't know how I would feel if there was three of the six houses in our cul de sac that were all renters if they weren't taking care of their stuff but that's where the hoa comes in but where do you draw the line as a property owner mm-hmm. that other people get to tell you what to do with your property that was one of the other questions brought up my property my choice i mean do you do, i don't want other people tell me what i can do there are granted things i live in this neighborhood i have to abide by certain rules on how it looks and projects and i can't have mm-hmm. trash in my yard but when it comes to the property that is my property I don't want my neighbor trying to tell me what I what can. What you can do with it because it's your property. Yeah, whether I whether I need to sell it financially, if I'm in a hardship and I need to rent it out because I can't get it off the market, mm-hmm. um, like that's not their business on what I can do, what I need to do. Um, had Julie and I not rented our house out in twenty in two thousand and eight, we would not be in the same boat financially. We would right. we would have lost the house. We would have been bankrupt. Brian would still be living with us in our basement. I mean, like there were there, like there's so many like cascading events that happened mm. because we yep. were able to rent that house out for a long period of time until the market recovered and then get out of it, you know, financially. Military. If if you get activated, you know, and you want to sell your house but you can't, could you rent it out? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there's certain situations that are there. That you have to take them all, all individually. I don't think I have a problem with that as long as that... But that's the HOA's job. Exactly. That's the HOA's job then is to ensure that that is being taken care of. And if it's not, you got to come after the landlord for, for the problem. Yeah. So... If that's happening, then that's a nice balance. So we pushed back. A bunch of us emailed. It was all done by email. And so a bunch of us pushed back on emails and, you know... Ask for stuff. The best way to solve problems, in my opinion, is through email or text oh, sh- rather than a conversation. Shush, shush. <laughs> they, well, they didn't want to have a conversation. Like she literally said, "This is the end of the story. We're voting on it December nineteenth, and enough people complained about it that we got it changed. So we're actually going to vote on it at the next annual meeting okay. in February um, because people were upset about it. Good. But this is one of the this is one of the people that were complaining, and she sent this out to everybody. So it's it's open knowledge that this guy sent this email out um so i'm voicing my opinion renters do not take care of properties as well as property owners period how would you like to have a home next to you leased out to someone through some rental agency uh hedge fund bank real estate company via vrbo etc to say the week of fourth of july the next thing you know 
tenant decides to have some guests over for the holiday, enjoy the fireworks by setting them up on our common ground, a little swimming in the lake, and then the party moves back to the house. Next thing you know, it's midnight and the volume is up. Social media postings go out that there is a party on Holloway Drive. Then things are out of control and we have a mess on our hands. Sounds like a blast. Uh, I'll tell you my reply to this. Our neighborhood is known as one of the top subdivisions in the city because it's well maintained and the owners pride our ownership in in reflection. It is reflected. Uh, It is not a place for commercial activity where investors can profit off of our amenities and costly maintenance to upkeep the common areas. Furthermore, let's. He goes into about a specific situation where uh, somebody didn't pay the HOA fees, but like this guy's rant is a hypothetical situation. You could spend all day coming up with hypotheticals. I mean, seriously, and like he, he this this person was. What trying happens to, if somebody moves in and they decide to have an annual beer pong tournament every year and invite eighty people over there? That's house. just it. The Fourth of July. That's exactly what we did. We shot fireworks in my driveway. We went out for a little swim on the boat. We yeah. came back. We watched the fireworks in the common ground. You and live we had, here. We had people. We had people over here for a party. Like we had music going. What what's, if, what's wrong with that? What if people want to have fun in our That's neighborhood? This guy wants to shut down all fun, and these renters are going to cause this. And you didn't think you were going to have anything to contribute to this. <laughs> You're all in on this. But, like, this is the Fun mi- police. This is the mindset of the neighborhood, and a lot of people. And, and the thing is, we, get, we keep getting these replies of, well, a lot of people are complaining. A lot of people complain. Who's complaining? Who's complaining? What's is it? Just three people that can constantly complain. The rest of the neighborhood doesn't give a fuck. I mean, I seriously, think, it's like I when think somebody. The, well, I was going to say the biggest thing is that there's people that you assume that somebody that's renting a home they don't care as much as if they own it because it's not theirs, which is probably true. But the same, the same things can happen. You just happen to own the property and you've got to pay for any damages. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, Brian? I lost track. Sorry. Dang it. Way to go. I derailed him. Oh, the way he was saying uh, many, like many people are saying, it reminds me of like when Trump is making some absurd claim and he's always like, many people are saying. (laughs) It's just how, this is what they're all saying. I just talked to the guy over there and this is what he's saying. It's just, it's like making up fake facts and fake statistics to prove your point. Well, the only solution here is that you need to get on the board. Well, we are going to have the vote at the annual meeting. They did push it back because there were so many people that complained. Um, but, like, to my point, like, I tore apart the email that she wrote. Um, you know, like, the original quote, this ballot proposes adding an amendment to prohibit any owner from leasing or renting their dwelling unit. That is what the amendment says. And the trustees are asking Eastern Shore residents to agree to this change. In the email before this, she said, we're not forcing you guys to choose the, to, to do anything. And I said, by definition, you were telling us how to vote. <laughs> That's by definition, you were saying you want us to vote this way. Um, and then I go into some issues like the detrimental effects to uh, our uh, the detrimental effect on quality of life and property values. That is a reasoning detrimental effect on your life and property values. My response was, this is what a detrimental of life is. Being poisoned, shot, maimed, not living someone who rents is not detrimental to your life. I mean, renters, I mean... I mean, seriously, the homicide rate amongst renters to owners is pretty aggressive. The same, probably. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then you know, is pro- there a way that we could get somebody on the your, show? Your face had me thinking it was serious. Delhi's full crap. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, like property values are based on comps of what is sold. It's not based on what actually is in your neighborhood. And whether there's a renter with an eye shot of your house does not affect your comps. Granted, Unless the house looks like shit, but that's the HOA's job. That's the HOA's job. Is to keep the place looking good. So it just, it, it's it's <laughs> one. Let's go. I mean, seriously. like I, You got my vote. I don't even live in the community. <laughs> I'll vote for you twice. A lot of us were fired up about this. So. I can imagine. But like, how do you hold HOAs accountable? So that's that's the question I want to know. What do we as legal residents of the neighborhood, mm-hmm. what do we have options to do? If they were to pass this, and they're now messing with my ability to rent my property if I need to, what legal course do I have? I don't. I don't know. That's I think the, you have to look at the bylaws and see what's in the bylaws. I mean, uh, yeah. it's probably all written there. I mean, it, there's probably contesting language and things mm-hmm. like that. I haven't looked through all of ours, but I would think there's probably a protocol for appeal or something like that. Yeah. What's the relationship between the HOA and like the the city of Lake St. Louis or the county, like, can can the city or the county tell the HOA, no, you can't? I don't know. And I don't know if there's anything in the state of Missouri that says Unconstitutional? HOAs. Well, I mean, because... Well, it, I don't know if there's really any penalty for you not paying your HOA fees. I mean, if you want to go that far, because I mean, the only penalty is what they put a lien on your yes, house. Yes, that's the only thing is they can okay. put a lien. Okay, well, if you're going to live here for 30 years, put the lien on it. Yeah. You Defund know what I mean? the HOA. So Def- I, that, was actually, that was actually commented on oh in a God. text group, defund the HOA. Um, so, I mean, I would read the bylaws. I'm sure there's different protocols for appeal and things like that, but... At the end of the day, the HOA is there to help further the community, but like I don't know how much of a legal entity it really is. I mean, except if they're if somebody is not following the guidelines and all that, you can get fined, mm-hmm. you know, and they can they can fine you for like I my neighbor right behind me had a doghouse as up as high as their home. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's like that's a little that's a little much. Oh, in Warrenton, out in Warrenton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so you know they they took care of that, but it was. You know, if they wouldn't have, they would have got like a fifty dollar fine every so often for and, the and issue. Is that legally binding? Like, I don't know. Like, now it's, a, it's, it's a fee. It would now be. there there is a contract, and I, I they did send the contract to us, mm-hmm. and I think it was housed in Jeff City. So I think there is some type of a state representative signature on some of these things. So I might take a look at it. There's, there has to be some. It can't just be like, well, we're gonna do this. There's got to be some type of backing with it. Yeah. You know? I don't need to look into that. So, so ultimately, well, I'm excited for you. Congratulations yeah, ulti- on running for the. Uh, <laughs> the I'm HOA. announcing my run for HOA board. I look no. forward to grilling you on what you stand for. Well, and it, it's. I think it goes back to the old guard versus the new guard. Lake St. Louis has a lot of that old guard, where there's a lot of older people from sure. the 70s and 80s that built houses here, because yeah. no house looks the same, and it's all a lot of it's weird architecture from the 70s, like. Yeah. Like stairs, floating stairs. Like there's several, like there's several houses that have like floating stairs and carpeted everywhere, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, those living rooms that go like this and dip down, like that's a style that a lot of late St. Louis houses yeah. have. And things flip, things flip and change over. And like to your point, there's a lot of families in here now, so there's different wants and needs of somebody that's retired. And yeah, maybe it's time for you to get on there and you know spread the good news, my man. Yeah, we'll see. So yeah, that's our little. That's my little rant tonight about it. <laughs> about when you choice. told me, you're like, 
I want to talk about HOAs. I'm like, oh, something terrible has happened. <laughs> I, I I want to find out what is. It's more. Is it's more like they they're they're trying to uh, in, infringe on my rights. Yeah. Oh my God-given rights of liberty and property. I've lived in two neighborhoods, and I haven't I haven't felt my rights infringed yet. But that's a real thing, though, especially in a community like this, though, because this is this is somewhere that it's it's desirable for yeah VRBOs, Airbnbs, rentals. I mean, mm-hmm. this would be. You know, this would be something for that. You know, so I mean, you you want to you want to be proactive, but to your point, what how much is too much? Well, it, transparency and conversation is important. Yeah, exactly. And, and going back to Airbnbs, I think Airbnbs are kept up cleaner than rentals, long term rentals. I agree. Like they mm. they the short term rentals for Airbnbs actually look nicer because they are still living there. And um, because you want to keep renting it out short term, it better look good. Yeah. And it better be well kept and better be maintained. Well, and, and like, for example, uh, there are people in this neighborhood that own a house here that don't live here full time. Mm-hmm. They live in other parts of the country and they come in during the summer and they go back to snowboard, snowboarding down south or out in okay. California. Why can't they have an option to make an income on their house? Mm-hmm. Why? Why is that such a big deal to you guys? I mean, are we smoking the reefer at midnight with the music blaring again after a little swim and fireworks going off? Well, that's where that's where the HOA could simply, if that is happening, you're like, hey, these people got to go. Mm-hmm. And you take care of the problem. Mm-hmm. As an HOA. As an HOA. But why would you want to pass blanket statements to a HOA? Like, something is up. I would be careful with that because... It could it could end up being good for the community because if you find out people in that situation, they're like, "Wow, we could live here for six months of the year and then do this and this." It could actually up some of your property value over time. Possibility know, if, if done the right way. Yeah. Um. I. I mean. I. I would like to do that with my home. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, in live next, in Orlando in twenty year. years. Yeah, live in the Panhandle and come back and have it for six months. You know, and um. You and know, then you have a little income on the year, on the time you're not here. It's yeah, making money. It'd be nice. And you know what that does? It, it keeps me in the community long term and it, it keeps me wanting to make the home improve it and keep it, you know, upkeep and all those kind of things. Yeah. So I there's there's consequences positive and negative on both sides. But I'd be curious why, hey, we need to vote on this in two weeks. Is yeah. this somebody's neighbor that's deciding to rent something out? And they're like, we gotta amend this thing immediately. Because in January it's being rented yeah. out. I honestly think that might have been something to do with it where it was going to be rented out in January and they wanted to pass on throughout away, yep. but too many people complained. There's always going to be somebody that spoils the punch. Mm-hmm. Always. The yeah. turd in the punch bowl. There's 90, 95% of people could be like you. There's going to be that 5% that just screw it all up yeah. and piss people off. But that's life. Yeah. It sucks. And hopefully you don't you know, win the lottery where you get that neighbor. But the, the, and the thing is, the reason why it bothered me so much is there was a history of the dogs, those kids running the neighborhood. Like, all these, like crab ass people complaining about families mm. living in this neighborhood it's get off my lawn i mean seriously that's charlie got yelled at charlie went down to the lake and he stepped on a guy's property because the lot common ground butts up to somebody's property he was fishing the guy went on the back deck and said he was gonna call the police on them charlie and sophie and Braden fishing down there and they came back and got julie because i was i wasn't here that day yeah and said that somebody yelled that they were gonna call the cops on them because they were fishing down there you know and what i would have said call the cops Yep. Bring him out here. My my eight year old son. Come on, you're gonna call the yeah. cops? They'll laugh at you. Yeah, but, but quit wasting my time. But again, this guy's just a crabby old person. You're gonna get a lot of that. There's a lot of people. I, I mean, know. as you get older, you get crabby. You know that. I mean, <laughs> I'm always crabby. You know what? But here's the thing. Eventually, neighborhood turns over. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's unfortunate, but that's, I mean, people are going to be people. They are. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, run for board. You got my support, even though, <laughs> even though I don't live over here. And uh, happy to interview you anytime uh, to find out where you stand on the hard hitting stuff. Let's like, talk about landscaping. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to go there? Oh my God. You know how much money they freaking spend on flowers at the gazebo every year? Let's talk about gazebo flowers. And they get stolen and they just keep replacing them. <laughs> And then so they put up a camera system up there because people keep stealing the flowers out by the main road and they keep replacing the flowers. After Who's got stolen. the cameras in their house? I don't know. Who's watching? Them? I don't know. There, there are two cameras at the gazebo now because people keep stealing the flowers up front. Are they pretty flowers? Oh, they're pretty nice flowers. Well, I mean, why, don't we bri- why don't we put shrubs in? Why, like no, this is nobody the... cares about the freaking gazebo. It's you won't let people sit up there and enjoy the flowers. You bitch about that, and then you bitch about people stealing the flowers. Tear down the damn gazebo. Save all the save all the problems. Just have a nice landscape. For Get to the root cause. Yeah. I mean, seriously, tear it out and just bulldoze the but damn. What about thing. the children? Where are they going to hang out? They don't want the children there. So they go 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 home. It's kind of like how in like uh, California during COVID, where they filled all the skateboard parks with sand because they didn't want kids. Damn hang- kids hanging out and p- causing problems over there. That was when it was dangerous to go to parks. Yep. This is this is what we deal with in this neighborhood. So what do I do? I take my dogs up there and I run them on the bench, just walking back and forth with their claws. Just tearing up that pee. Make a statement. Yeah, you Make can't tell statement. me I can't. My dog can't pee in the grass. What if Fine. They, they're walking on the damn bitches. Pee on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> the best way to get anything done is through passive aggressiveness. Absolutely. That's what this neighborhood's and about. And text and email. And email. All by email too. Absolutely. Oh, there's there's no passive aggressive. So Julie and I, when we when we get up there and and say something, it's not passive aggressive. They know our stance. Let it off. Let oh, it go. People mm-hmm. people are stupid. Here's the thing. There's always going to be a certain percentage of the population that is unreasonable. I know, but and a lot of them are in public positions too. Like, because nobody members, wants those jobs. Nobody wants the jobs. Nobody wants the jobs, man. <laughs> Dude, the reasonable people are out here trying to make it, yep. and then the reasonable people are like, "God, why did I sign up for?" And this? then the reasonable people that are trying to run for it can't get enough votes because they're too busy working and they're not crazy enough. <laughs> yep, the whole thing's ass backwards. I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. it's it all is. backwards. It is. Uh, Where's Eric Nowicki? <laughs> Get him on Get the him on here. board. Get him on here. Get him over here. All right. So, uh, well, that's the end for 2022. Did yeah. we start this podcast this year? We did. This yeah, back in uh, it was March. May, May. It was after the election. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was after the election. So it was late April and May. So as I get older, I lose track of what happens in a given year. Well, we're going to keep you, keep you honest. Yeah. Thank you. So 2022 was a pretty good year. This mm-hmm. podcast did pretty well. Yes. And then uh, I think 2023 is going to be great. Great time. Yeah, so. we're gonna have a great time. This will be awesome. All right, let's go watch right. some uh, football. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Till right. next time, guys. Till next time. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I love you guys. Bye.